All right, let's do it. So we start with Tank Dell of my Houston Texans, and he fractured his fibula. That basically means he's probably out for the season. The average timeline on these is going to be four months to return. Now, the good news here is that we don't expect any lingering impact going into next season. Usually wide receivers come back at full strength and well before the start of training camp is when he's projected. Next up is Ramondre Stevenson. His video suggested a high ankle. The average on these is going to be three weeks, but when running backs return, even after that three weeks, and sometimes it takes a little longer than that, we've seen with Saquon, we've seen with Eckler, that they do tend to take a little bit of time to ramp up their efficiency on a per-touch basis. And that initial return averages about 20% of a dip. And so for Ramondre Stevenson, the rest of the season is a little dicey. Amari Cooper, now he's in the concussion protocol, and actually so is Derrick Henry. So the two of them are essentially in the same boat in that most players are taking one week to return and then coming back the following at full strength. Now, in the past four weeks, we have seen several players actually clear in one week. Not totally sure if that is a change in the protocol or if that's just these particular players. But, for example, we did see Chris Olave just play yesterday without any sort of performance dip. So when players return, they aren't projected to have any production hit, but... We'll sort of have to see Amari Cooper and Derrick Henry. Both the data would favor missing one week and returning the following. And then Brian Robinson left the game with a hamstring. He is likely out this coming week. The average timeline on these is two to three weeks. We don't really know anything about the severity of his injury. So we'll just have to see when he returns to practice. We'll really tell the key story, but I suspect it won't be this week. Puka Nakua, so he went down really hard. He did come back to the game. So he has what looks like an AC joint sprain of his shoulder plus a rib contusion, if you hear the comments from Sean McVay afterwards. The good news is that neither of these is likely to keep him out. The bad news is that they both do together project to give him a mild performance dip. And you may be wondering how come he didn't have that initially in yesterday's game but the reason is generally speaking these things flare up over the course of two to three days after the injury itself occurs so with puka nakua he's not totally out in the clear yet but we do suspect he will play and not miss any time marquise brown a little bit of a different story he missed practice all week did play which was a little surprising at least per the data and he's been dealing with this heel injury that he apparently re-aggravated yesterday and caused him to miss the rest of the game without any production. So Marquise Brown, in most cases, if they had a game week 14, he would miss it. But because they have the bye, he does have a chance to come back week 15. So we'll sort of see how he returns to practice and that'll tell the story. Kenny Pickett, a little bit of an odd case. He's got this ankle injury they're saying he's going to undergo surgery but only miss two to four weeks it suggests that it may be either an ankle cleanup procedure or a tightrope procedure it's a little hard to say from the video itself so kenny pickett in either case when he returns for a quarterback you wouldn't expect 
much of a performance hit. Having surgery suggests to me that he's probably going to be closer to that four-week timeline, but we'll see if he gets if he misses the IR, then I'm expecting three games out and returning that fourth week. Derek Carr, he's in the concussion protocol. He actually had several injuries this season and, and even yesterday, but Derek Carr in the concussion protocol for the second time in just a few weeks doesn't project to come back this coming week. And in fact, the following week is about 50-50 because it is, again, his not his first time in the protocol in recent weeks. Justin Jefferson, now he is very likely coming back this coming week, week 14. The good news here is that wide receivers, especially this far out, don't tend to have any sort of performance hit and they usually return straight to pre-injury levels without any lag. Justin Jefferson was likely ready to come back a couple weeks ago, but would have been a little less than 100%. At this point, the data strongly favors 100% production. Now, the key here is really re-injury risk, and I think that's why they've held him out so long as well. So keeping that in mind, if he had come back initially straight off the IR, for his age group and tier of wide receiver, the data would favor about a 15 to 20% hit uh, re-injury risk. However, at this point, that's down somewhere closer to 10. So I think that's also a big part of the reason why they waited to return him. And so Justin Jefferson should be full go in all lineups. Travis Etienne is playing tonight. The key to remember is that Travis Etienne with his chest contusion does project to have a mild dip in his workload usually running backs don't see a performance hit or, or an efficiency hit rather but they do see fewer touches cooper cup he didn't look quite like himself yet and the numbers i think reflect that but they are certainly improved and cooper cup was actually dealing with two ankle injuries if you watch his videos carefully over the past couple weeks that combination of having two injuries does generally lead to a pretty significant performance dip. So I think next week is when you see the full Cooper Cup back to normal. Then Noah Brown, he played despite data practice data that would actually have suggested that he was going to miss. And he didn't produce really anything. He actually had no catches. But Noah Brown should improve a lot this coming week and especially now with tank dell out i'm expecting noah brown to look basically like his pre-injury self going into next week dalton schultz he missed week 13 he actually is probably going to miss week 14 as well just purely based on data we don't have any indication from the team how severe of a hamstring injury this is but the average timeline on these is two to three weeks and he's only missed one and the fact that he didn't practice at all last week does suggest that this is at least a moderate severity injury so i would tentatively plan for missing dalton schultz in week 14 and week 15 being sort of a 50 50 proposition depending on when he returns to practice next dallas goddard he was reportedly pushing to play this week but they kept him out and that, of course, does suggest that he would likely come back this coming week. And I think week 14 all along has actually been the plan in the sense that 
these average five to se five to seven weeks for the return. He got injured in week nine, so week fourteen is of course five weeks. But also the fact that he, they did not place him on the IR, that to me suggests they had a plan for him to miss three games. And in addition to their bye week, that's basically where we are now. So Dallas Goddard, I expect him back week fourteen. And I don't think he's going to have much of a performance hit based on the timeline of return and the fracture data in the NFL in general. Aaron Jones. This one is dicey for week 14. I would lean towards him missing as well. The average timeline on MCL sprains tends to be in just about two and a half weeks. But his looked pretty severe just watching the video of when it occurred. So for that reason, plus the fact that he's a little bit older for a running back, I would suspect they keep him out one more week. The Packers have actually tended to be on the conservative side as well. So all of that bodes not great for his week 14 availability. I do think, however, that he does return week 15. Kenneth Walker. So he's missed two weeks now, but they've both been Thursday night football games. So with oblique injuries, most of these do return after two weeks and he's now missed two weeks of course so having him return for this past thursday i think is a little aggressive given the severity of his injury that was reported but having him return this coming week and the seahawks are actually a pretty aggressive organization when it comes to returning players so all of that predicts that he would return this coming week will know a lot more based on when he returns to practice but I suspect he'll start Wednesday with a limited session and then go from there. If that's the case, then if he logs three limited sessions, the data would favor a two-thirds chance that he plays. And if he logs even one full practice at the end of the week, then it goes over 70%, so very likely that he plays. Aaron Rodgers, last but definitely not least. He's given us a lot to talk about, but the Jets obviously have not. And as a result, I would be very surprised if he does come back. Coming back super early from a tendon repair means the tendon has, of course, a higher chance of re-rupture. And that would be really a catastrophic outcome in this case. But beyond that, could Aaron Rodgers return? We've talked about this a little bit before. But yes, given that he's a, a right-handed quarterback using his left as the injured side, I do think that he could return. I do think he would look a lot like Joe Burrow did when he had his calf re-aggravation, where you basically use the leg as a peg leg, not trying to drop back a lot, starting in the shotgun, doing some quick, short passes, and mostly using his upper body and maybe his core to really give the power to throw those balls. But you're not getting a lot of deep balls. You're definitely not getting a lot of mobility. And the re-injury risk would be very high. So all of that considered where the Jets are in the standings, it doesn't really make sense to me that he would come back. But it is a hell of a story. And Aaron Rodgers, I think, in theory, could do it. And that's all for now. So I'll kick it back over.